White Sox, Wildcats. Chicago's best play-by-play plays here. 720 WGN and your WGN radio app. Now. Now. Dan Hampton, the Hall of Fame Bears defensive tackle who specialized in making opposing quarterbacks see long white tunnels of light with ghostly lost relatives saying, go back, it was just a sack. Ed O.B. Obradovich, the Bears legend who was picking off passes and grinding offensive linemen into powder while you were still wearing tough skins and drinking tang. Glenn Koz Kozlowski, the one-time Bears receiver who could catch a pass and a dive, then celebrate four rows up in the stands with the pretzel vendor. Mark Harmon, a confident, independent young man with skills in communication and teamwork. He's what? He's getting married. Oh, forget that. This is the Chevy Hampton OB Show with Cause. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. On the station with the best Bears coverage, 720 WGN Radio. Well, got to go out and get your Eddie Pinero jerseys. Welcome. Yep, found a kicker. I mean, Hampo. Let's just celebrate the fact that we've got a young man that can put it through the uprights and win a football game. No double doink in this game yeah. with this guy. Doinkless. It was a doinkless effort again. Hey, hey, folks. Hey, you talk about getting out of town with your underwear on. That's about what <laughs> they we didn't did have today. their underwear on. Hey. They left without it on, but we won, and that that's Wins what matters. And and you know what? Little Dan goes, "Can they count that?" We said, "Yeah." When it's over and they say final, it's over. It's in the books. It's a win. But, folks, you're talking about living dangerously. That is skating out of town by the hair on your, you know, on your teeth. And I'm telling you, the officials gave them that game, OB. That I don't know if it was a touchdown or not, but it wasn't a rough in the passer. And I don't know if there was a second left, but either way, we win a game. Uh, well, yeah, congratulations to the Bears. Uh, that's number one. It's always nice to win. But I'm going to tell you something, folks. <clears throat> wow. we got 14 games to go, and we had a quarterback today. You people that watched the game, you saw it. You saw it right in front of you, and that's what we've got to go 14 more games Mitch with. Stabinsky, Stinkbinsky. He stinks. Let me he tell is you. horrible. Let me te- I don't care. He is horrible, Ed. Yeah, let me tell you what, folks. I think with about maybe 18 seconds to go in the game, he finally broke 100 yards passing. Patrick Mahomes, in the second quarter, threw for over 400 yards and three touchdowns for the Kansas City Chiefs. Joe Flacco, who's 108 years old, threw for 292 yards for for crying out loud, yeah. it's embarrassing. What I'm telling you, but for, we'll again, take the win. But congratulations, it's but yeah. it's a win. We'll we'll take the win. Win is a win. And and but I'm going to tell you what, folks. Uh, if you, I mean, I don't know how I don't know how to put it, but anyway, just what I saw out there today. If you think that this kid is going to lead us, we're putting all our marbles on this kid, this quarterback, taking us to the Super Bowl and winning it. It's Zero just chance. not going to happen. I told Mark, when did I tell you? Three years ago. I, I think you They told- will never win the Super Bowl with this kid at quarterback. Three years ago, I told you that. 
How was it possible in three years, the second game, played against this team, and he can lucky he breaks 100 yards passing? How is it possible? Well, well that, that's the most concerning thing in my mind. It the is. Dude, the dude's not getting better. Okay, let's talk, about what, we, let's talk about what we he found out in the first Binsky. two weeks. Stink Bisky. I mean, let's change his name. I'm tired of hearing the media suck up to this kid and say, oh, it's okay. And, you know, Matt Nagy, let's uh, be you. BS. This kid stinks. Let's find a new quarterback, for God's sake. They're not going to, but here's the problem. Let's talk about what we found out. These two games. Number one, okay, we found a kicker. Good for that kid. Panero... We're not worried about him no more. So he, he proved himself today. But number two, we found out our defense is still a factor, but it's not the factor that it was. Yeah, they were tired. They had to call a timeout because the great Khalil Mack wasn't in shape, was tired, and he didn't How even play did the that whole happen? game. Oh, wait. But what, they didn't play in any preseason games. Go exactly. On. Number three, no matter what you want to do, you can shuffle the chairs on the Titanic of an offense. <laughs> as long as you've got the captain named Trubisky, you're going to be hamstrung. Stink but, but number four, we have found out that Matt Nagy, the coach of the year, has really found a way to level the playing field for the other 31 coaches in the NFL. <laughs> he yes, gets an F for the opener. Today, he gets a D-. And at the end of the day, let me just say this. You can't be stupid. And, OB, you said something really smart. You said stupid coaching gives you stupid players. We made a lot of mistakes, a lot of stupid decisions during the course of that game. But go back to Green Bay. They go out the very first play of the game. They get in a dime defense, one linebacker. And yet, we're so smart, we're not going to dare run the ball at that you know dime defense. We're going to try to throw it 45 times, and we wind up getting it shoved down our throats. So... We better get smart, and I'm talking about the head coach with the visor. You need to start thinking outside the box, because what you're thinking now, it's not working. Well, first of all, you got Nagy, and I'm going to tell you something. I just, it, all he is, I'll tell you what he is. He's the number one coach for excuses and alibis. His nickname should be Alibi Ike. He he covers like for Trubisky. It. I mean, it's almost it's laughable, guys. Let's call it Stur- it is. His name you is. You think Stink the people, the guys Bisky. in the press, Glenn? You think they don't know that how he covers for Trubisky? My God, how many times, folks? You watch the game tonight. He throws three yard passes, six yard passes. How many times when you ever see him trying to extend the pass, maybe over fifteen yards? One time he overthrew the receiver by five feet and threw it eight out yards of out of bounds. Out of bounds on that last drive. It's wasted, Somebody it's wasted explain play. to that kid that you got to be inbounds. <laughs> I mean, listen, he threw it behind Robinson on the last play. That's why he stumbled and rolled forward. And, you know, any other time in the game, if the defensive player doesn't touch him, Game, you know, the clock ends. You know Think what? about it. This, if this, we're going at the end of the first quarter, do they give them a second on the clock? Hell no, they don't. They don't. It's no. just true. I mean, you talk about, and I, I, I'll say it, fix, fixing games, this was nuts. The way we got all these breaks, all these calls. OB, last year, they, the defense made a lot of those opportunities. Batting right. balls, hitting quarterbacks, forcing receivers out of their, uh, you know, their routes and intercepting. But this today, those are three gifts, and I'm telling you, they better get on the plane and zip it because we don't need to hear it. They de- they deserved an L, 
But you know what? We'll take the W. One I'll and one. I'll tell you what. That, They're one and one. That game plan today, that game plan today of trying to run the football and trying to pass the football was absolutely it's, it's mind-boggling that a coaching staff at this level, getting paid this kind of money, came up with a game plan, with a game plan of trying to run the football and then trying to pass the football. This is a passing league. You've got every rule in the book going for you, and we have a quarterback again who lucky he can throw for 100 yards. Well, My he, God! He threw the last pass of the game, and that was the game winner. So give him credit, but he threw for yep. 120 yards, 4.4 yards per an average. And, you know, it, it's, look, I'm happy they're 1-1, one one, but... Green Bay's 2-0, and yeah. we got Minnesota. I mean, we are – look, you got to go through your division to get to the playoffs. <laughs> we thought we were a Super Bowl team. What we are is a bunch of frauds, and it, it upsets me. And fans should be upset you because can, we're not very good. We're Glenn, great on defense, horrible on offense. When you see what went on today with that game plan, my, my God, tell me. I'd love to hear from you people out there. Tell me just exactly what in the heck in God's name Nagy was trying to do out there. He's trying to protect for four quarters. I think he's trying to protect his quarterback, OB. For Why? what? Why? Because what? he doesn't what? he doesn't trust him to do anything. He knows what then, he is. What? That's right. well, then that's what the, the hell answer. is he doing on he this ne- team? Because what is Trubisky doing on this team? Because he gave up the world for him. Because Ryan uh, Nagy gave they can't credit. Him. They got to play him. Nagy gave credit. To Ryan Pace in the press conference. He did. Like, oh boy, you know, I'm so lucky to work for Ryan Pace, the guy that picked Stink Bisky. I mean, give me a break. In front of Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. How is that possible? That'll but, go down. And he I'll went guarantee up. you. A guy, the guy that was an home. NFL player fleeced him. In the history of the National Football League, whenever it comes to an end, there's going to be like, Real stupid people in the National Football League. And what was their blunder to make them real stupid? How the hell do you have Deshaun Watson, who, who played at Clemson, <laughs> it won, won back, back-to-back national Don't championships, Vicky can throw the football, can run, do everything. You bypass him, and then your next kid... It's Patrick Mahomes from Texas Tech. One in 20 okay. years. He's a one in 20 year player was the word on him. You pass up those two guys. You've got the third position in the draft. You give up your entire draft to move up to the second spot. And who do you pick? Mitch Trubisky, who couldn't hit the side of a barn with a. Oh, God. I, I, hey, I, let I, me I, just say this. The next time that we have tornado warnings run down to the Bears' end zone, there's not going to be a touchdown. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to correct you, Obi, but I just have to mention Deshaun Watson did win the Heisman. He was a finalist twice for the Heisman, and he won one national championship. Only, oh, only but he one. played in two. But he played in two. Played two. Yeah. Oh well, excuse me, I missed one. <laughs> and, also, and he only won the, way, the Heisman and one national championship. <laughs> yeah, he was stolen down for five years or whatever he played. Oh, he he lost just... the last national his first one because. The other team got the ball with some seconds left and scored. That's how he lost it. This, but he I actually won the game, and then you know the other team beat him. I right? tell you something, guys. If this thing blows up, 
It's this blowing year, up. If, if this blows up this year, how is it not? I'm going to tell you something. Who the hell do you think is going to hire Nagy as a head coach? And who the hell do you think is going to hire Pace as a general manager with that blunder nailed right on his forehead? Yeah, you can pin that on both of them. I they think, were both in it together. I'm very impressed by this show, by the way. Moving from Trubinsky to what do you call him now? Stink Big Stinkbinsky. That that's that that's a. I mean, okay, maybe I'm being a little hard because he's probably a really nice guy. Who cares? Don't you think, Dan? I mean, look. If he's bagging groceries for my wife, I know a lot I of nice. Him, I got a lot of nice other guys. Other than I know. that, I don't want him throwing any passes. Yeah, I don't want for him me. on the field playing for me. Well, my God, did you see him again? Where he <laughs> threw the ball today, and then all the important passes. Behind everybody, he's, he was thrown behind the receiver. I, 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 folks, you. Oh my God, I, I, I'm trying to find words. How the hell you know what? do you try to, to make this a, a positive swing on that kid? And as bad I mean, as... he does it himself. He's the guy that's to make this team go. He's the guy that's got to get the other 10 guys moving, move the ball down the field, convert on third down, and look like you know what the hell you're doing instead of a stumble bum out there throwing the ball behind the receivers, Come on, throwing man. it 10 feet overhead and 10 yards you're out of bounds. You're being too... Too you saw critical. it tonight. You're you being saw too it. critical. He had 120 yards for crying out loud, Ed. You're being too critical. Think about this. He, he broke the 90 mark. <laughs> Joe Stinko was run out of Baltimore, <laughs> and guess what? It took him and his ineptitude for to, to, win the game. to be yeah. able to win a game. It makes Sundays your official night to tour the city. Watch Chicago's best at 10 p.m. Stick around for the latest in shopping, entertainment, and events on See Chicago at 10.30 p.m. on WGN TV. Obi, we got to know what? I don't say Call it. I don't know. Three one two ninety one seventy two hundred. How do you be We're positive here. about this? How do you how do you well, sit there and tell our listeners let's just Oh hug my each other. God, we really got a lot to look let's forward. Gotta, we gotta hug each other. We've yeah. got to look Legalized forward. Legalized gambling just in time. We can <laughs> bet on this bomb. We've got a lot to look forward to. Oh my God. Promising young quarterback, great offensive minded coach. We have got Solid ground underneath us, folks. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. If you want to jump in, quick timeout. Hamp, Ob, and Kaz were here till nine on seven twenty WGN. Jeff Vukovic, hang on, Ob, hang on, and can pick you up at nine. Just, just let's do the read here. Jeff Vukovic is back. Hamp. Do that again. Fook! There we go. Jeff Vukovic is back. Local guy knows the insurance biz. Yeah, 9 o'clock. There you go. <laughs> knows the insurance biz. Prides himself. We are, we are doing off the rail tonight. Right. Call us. This, that, that microphone in front of you, it picks up everything you say. <laughs> Anything you say. <laughs> I really don't I guess care. there's a genius that keeps us mic on. Intercept that one. You've got to switch to turn it off. Imagine that. Hey, Nagy, shut his mic off. Maddie. Maddie Nagy. It's okay. <laughs> Everybody's good. Uh, we won. Okay. And uh, we're super duper. Can the guy wait until the, the break to call in? <laughs> <laughs> He knows no. the Vuk knows the insurance biz, and he prides himself in doing it right for you. Check out JeffVuk.com. Nationwide's on your side. Knows Obi, everything. I, I love you, Obi. Seven thirty-four news. Here comes David Jennings. Made one from fifty-two. This is for the game. If you don't raise the bar, nobody's going to try to give you anything extra. you got to demand it. Back to the Chevy Hamp and OB Show with Cars. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Right now on WGN Radio. 
Well, I think that might be our Muller game-changing moment, sponsored by the Muller Auto Group with family-owned dealerships in Highland Park, Gurney, and Hoffman Estates. Muller Automotive, you will not be disappointed. That is the truth. Like we, it's got to be. That's got to be the Muller game-changing moment, right? Yeah, I mean the kid. Well, can you turn me on, Just, Mark? I, I can't turn you on, guys. Yeah, I'd you like admit Nagy you know, seasonal what? form. <laughs> Hey, Another blunder. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Mark Nagy, turn me on, okay? Um, yeah, it is. No question. I, I mean, do, I, wins a, the game, and the kid kicked his tail off today in Denver. And you got to give it to him, but here's a couple other ones. Cordell Patterson going for 46, busted it open, got us in position in the third quarter to score to our first touchdown of the season. Folks, that is eight quarters, two games, one touchdown scored. Now, the second game-changing moment was when Joe Wacko throws such a horrible pass. <laughs> hey, Kyle Fuller picks the daggum thing off, and they're lucky he didn't take it all the way back. Well, how, as a matter of fact, how, how in God's name, you're Denver, you're down on, what, three-yard line? Two. <laughs> Two-yard line, and you throw a one-yard well, out into the, to the flat. Ed, we and talked it about it. What did you think was going to happen? Well, we talked about it. The slant was open. Throw the football into the end zone. I don't understand that. Whether it's the Bears or whether it's Denver, how stupid can you be? You don't even try. It's another yard, and you're in the end zone. Which, when you are and you catch a football or run it in, it's six points. Then you get a chance to kick an extra point and make it seven. How dumb is dumb? Well, thank God there's idiot pills enough for all these offensive coordinators to make blunder after blunder. Well, but that, you know that's quarterback read though too. And you know Joe Flacco is out of Baltimore because he wasn't good enough anymore. Well, you know, just call it what it yeah, is, right? They didn't want to pay the freight and right. him make mistake after mistake. Well, all right, if, let's get to the callers. Well, just one more point, real quick. If you're talking about dumb as dumb, that is Chris Harris Jr. If they catch the ball in the middle of the field, do not touch him so it would be a tackle and we can actually somehow miraculously get a timeout with one second to go you just well all he, he had didn't to do was touch him all he had to do was run away from him right run away from him let him catch well, it no run no no, it, no just keep him out of he, the end zone he put the his hands up in the air because in his mind the guy rolled forward which ran the clock then he touched him but according to the nfl apparently when you just fall to the ground and you want the other team to win you Stop the clock, right? It, that was he's got to be not sleep is not going to be easy tonight for Chris Harris Jr. I wouldn't. No, think. I, I don't listen. Do you really think I, I I thought he touched him after? What about Buster Scrine being offsides on the missed extra? Oh my uh, god, field goal! Oh my or, god, uh, extra mm-hmm. point! Yeah, game's he, over. Talk there. about a doesn't even matter. Yeah. All right, let's hear. Let's get some calls in here. Michelle and Aurora, welcome to Hampo being cause on seven twenty WGN. Thank you. Go ahead. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. I've been looking forward to listening to you guys ever since the game ended. Um, You're great. Hey, uh, I love how you're dogging all the bad players, and there were a lot. But I have to say the the field goal holder, O'Donnell, was the hero of the game at at the end of the game because that was a bad snap. Right. And he got it down, and he got – and Panero got it through. So you got to give props to O'Donnell. You know he's kind of the unsung hero. He's a punter though, so it's really hard to do it. He punted but great you're too. Right. You're right though. But it's I, just hard I'm to just, do I'm it. I'm just saying that you know 
you know. No, you're right. Hundred percent. Okay. We appreciate it, but you know what? Hey, those cars, the kind of extra effort kind of plays, will often go unnoticed until now on this show. And thank Thank you you so much for calling. You know, thank you because you're right. He did make a great. you know, grabbed it he, he and did, got it upright. Did his job in a beautiful way. Gino in a, Gino in a car, welcome to 720 WGN. Go ahead. Hey, man, and thanks for taking my call. I just got one comment, man. What's this defense that Chuck Magano was playing here, man? I'm sitting <laughs> up here seeing nothing but zone all day long, allowing uh, the receivers to sit in there and catch balls all day long, man. Now, I didn't man the blitzing part, but how about a little bit of a man? How about a little bump and run going on here? What's with this defense, man? I just Okay, Gino. Hey, look, this is their second preseason game. They're trying to get in shape. <laughs> and when you're at, out, you know, 7,000 feet. It is feet, true, though, Gino. I mean, it, we're not joking. Yeah, they couldn't have run after these guys. Mukamara was tired and gutted and laid on the field for a while trying to get his breath. <laughs> hey, I'm just telling you, that, that's the truth. They didn't play in the preseason. They're not really in shape. Khalil Mack, we love him. But they had to call a timeout because he was sucking air so bad. The head coach said we had to call a timeout because our best player couldn't play. Now, all that being said, they'll get better and better. Next Monday night in Washington, they should have no no excuses. It's going to be a cool night. They should be able to run after everybody. They should be able to lock up, do a lot of man, a lot of bridge coverage. We ought to be in good shape. You right, know, but you know what the truth is? How do you, as a head coach... How do you admit that you had to call a timeout for your best defensive player? That's on you as a head coach. You didn't get him in shape. It's not his fault. He's it's not prepared. your fault. That's the truth. It's Okay. We Plain all, and simple know, truth. Hey, you know, I know people that go to the gym on a regular basis and run and run and run and get in shape. <laughs> right. They're not getting $100 million. I don't know. I mean, that to me, that's criminal what we have seen. For a couple of weeks, this team has not been prepared. They Again, they skate out with a win. Maybe not in the big picture. Let's go. 3 one, two. Minute, Gentlemen, you guys are being entirely too critical. I like it, Ed. Entirely <laughs> too critical. Facts Let's matter. Let's go to the next caller. Let's go, David. In Ro- David in Roselle is on 720 WGN. Go ahead, David. You guys completely got me lost right now. I'm I'm so lost. Dan Ob, uh, I mean, excuse me, Ob and Dan Hampton. Thank you guys uh, for your for your play in Chicago. But I just want to say one thing: just let's not be so down on the team right now. Let's try to get some positive attitude in it. I know it sucks. Trust me, I'm trying to look, think, and positive. Well, I know, David. How old are you? Um. Maybe 43, 44, 43, I think. Somewhere around there. I think 76, man. Yeah, well, okay. You got it. David, Corderell Patterson, when he ran the football today, that was the fastest that anyone's run it in, I believe, 15 years. i got to check the, I double-check the stat for you, David, but there's a very positive moment in the game. He was really fast. How's that working for you? David, like they're one and one now, so that should be enough positivity, road, right? Road wins are hard to come by in the NFL, David. They're one half second away from being zero and two against two teams they should own. You be positive. We're going to be factual. Thank you. Yeah, you, you Thanks know, for listening. Look, yeah, I know you're confused, and we're just trying to help you understand 
the game. And check your That's birth all. date again. Because <laughs> I think you're like, uh, you know. I didn't I, know how old he was. Uh, that, yeah, that, that, I think, uh, I, well, I guess I'm 43. What, I don't know. That's why I was wondering if okay. it's a real call or not. Mike in Rockford uh, wants to talk about, what's his name, Kaz? Stink Bisky. What's up, Mike? Go yeah, ahead, man. Stink Bisky. I love it. I love it. You guys, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the game here. By the way, I'm 56 years old. If you want to know, so I'll just tell you all I'm watching this. I'm well, watching you know this that guy was decades. like 20, right? <laughs> I'm confused, yeah, exactly. and I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I know you don't. All right, what's your point? Stink Bisky. If, if I, I, that last drive, and this is what he did last year in the playoffs, he was rolling out. When his feet are moving, he's an adequate, decent quarterback. When he, He's not a pocket passer. And when the inside is collapsing, guys, I want to ask you a question. They moved Daniels in center, moved Whitehair over. I think they need to redo the line. I think they need to sit Daniels out and or put him as a guard and let Whitehair go back to center. Guys, they were they were way better last year, and their and their their front the front three there the center three were a lot stronger when when the Cody Whitehair was a center. Well, they and played. They actually played we, we got, together, right? We, you know what I mean? It's just kind of the whole preseason idea. How much is it that Kyle Long is old and not good? Well, that's a big part of it, guys. Last week against the Packers, our interior guys got whipped. I mean, there's no other way to say it. I watched the film twice. They got whipped. They got thrown around. Frank Clark's a man. He's a good player. Today, Wolf was a pretty good player. But at the end of the day, they have to be better at point of attack. They need to make a better stand, especially on pass pro on those interior rushes. But long term, Daniels needs to play center. And Whitehair should be a guard. He, he, Short arms, everything yeah, says yeah, guard. Long, but right. long term, they'll be better. But there's a lot about attitude and leverage and technique that they didn't get any work in the preseason. So, guys, like I said, it's like you having a, a Formula One race car and you keep it in the garage and the day of the race you roll it off the trailer and you fire it up. No, you got to make laps. You got to test things. You got, same thing as a player. I, I would, I would not, have a favorable view of my coaches if I wasn't required to play in the preseason. That is where I hone my craft, where I learn to stay low, hitting the blocks. It's all a blur until you get up to game speed. We've heard it for years, and all of a sudden Nagy says, "It's oh, we don't need that. That's for losers. Guess what? Now who's getting the last laugh? We are getting it thrown back in our face. And the offensive line is the manifestation of that. How much time did you need, Hamp? OB, Kyle. Two or three weeks. Okay. You know, when I get wrong last week, I work on next week and then get ready next, and it gets you in a rhythm and a cycle. A series on the first game, two series on the second game, and then depending on how you look in the third game, you know, it might be one, it might be two, and then you're done. Fourth game, everybody else plays. That's, you know, Patriots do it that way. But I, I mean, they're not way. very good. Look, I'm, I'm just a, you know, a Cro-Magnon lineman. I couldn't imagine being a quarterback and not playing in the preseason because it becomes a blur of colors. And I'm just telling you, you know, and, and Stink Bisky will never come clean and tell you <laughs> I, like I would have been a lot better in Green Bay if I would have played in the preseason. He'll never tell you that. Nagy will never tell you that. But in their heart of hearts, and I told you this, Ed, after that game, I'll guarantee you, Cleo Mack and the guys, when they're talking over a beer, they're all saying, I wish we would have played in the preseason, would have been better prepared. Well, there's no question about it. And and if you look at, at, 
on the offensive side, there's nothing more important than timing in the passing game. There is nothing more important. And if you're going against your own guys day after day, and then when the exhibition games come along, you don't even put your players in. It, folks, it, it's common sense. You've got to have timing down in this passing game. It is so vitally, vitally important. You know, can your receiver, whether he's a wide out, a tight end, or a slot back, or a running back, can he get separation? The only way you're going to find that out is in an exhibition game, not playing against your own people. 312-981-7200. Hamp OB with Kaz is sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Phone number, again, 312-981-7200. With you till 9, and uh, we will hear from... Denver. We'll get a little Matt Nagy for you, a little Mitchell Trubisky as we move along here on our post-game show 720 WGF. Man up about it! Hey, put the ether can down for a second. It's the Chevy Hampton OB Show with Cause, And it's brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN Radio. Bears win, Bears win, 16-14. Eddie Pinero. Yes, guys. We're one and one. one it's and one. awesome. One and one, baby. Let's grade the Bears secondary. Hamp will be in Cos with you till nine o'clock tonight on seven twenty WGN. Time to grade the Bears secondary. It's got this. How was the coverage today? I OB? would say it was a B to a B plus. B to a B plus. B to, it was certainly wasn't an A. Okay, but it was a B to a to a B plus. And you know what Dan had mentioned before about touchdown the quarters. You know, you go back to the last eight quarters, folks of which were against the first four were against Philadelphia Eagles at home in the first playoff game in, I don't know, eight or ten years at home. I mean, everything going for us, and we score one touchdown with about two minutes to go. Then the following game is to open up the 100th anniversary of the National Football League at home again against who the dreaded Packers. We don't score four quarters, one touchdown. Today... We scored one touchdown in four quarters. So what I'm saying is in important games, which not every game is important, but some that are just way over the top important, we have scored, folks, two touchdowns in the last 12 quarters of football. Two touchdowns in the last 12 quarters of football. And you don't think we have a problem by the way, that grade for the secondary, I agree with you, Obi. We have a problem. I think we we very we have a big problem. How was the coverage today? It was sponsored by PPG Paints for the best coverage. Chicagoland Painters pick PPG. Does that mean we feel worse about Mitchell Trubisky after watching today? Is it possible that he went down or is it the same? Well, I tell you, what you got to look at is who the hell's putting the offensive game plan together. Who are the people that are actually putting the game plan together to sit with Nagy and go over it and then transform it into Trubisky all week to get ready for the game. Are, are you saying then that if they had the right game plan that he would look better? That's no. what they think. They're coming up with the game plan. No. That's who's coming up with it. Let me, let, let me just throw this at you. You know, a lot of times, you know, being so smart ain't so smart. Why don't we just kind of build on what we expect to be successful at. We obviously wanted to run the ball today. We ran for 151 yards. Good. But how much play action did we use off of that? 
that's where you that's the icing on the cake. You get them start you safety starting to bite it. The linebackers inching up and that's where you hit them with something over the middle with a play action you know 20 but we plus don't yards. Right. We don't do this to get ready for this and this. A game plan is like a good story. You put the plot out and then you start and then all of a sudden here comes something from left field. Our offensive game plan is like you know, this mod art, we just throw crap against the, the wall and see what sticks. And it's not working, especially with this quarterback. And here's the thing. A lot of people go, oh, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. he's special. But a lot of what they do comes off of play action. Look at Dallas. Dak Prescott has been extremely successful this year in the first two games off what of about play Aaron action. Rogers? Well, okay, Aaron Rodgers first play today. It was play action. He throws it up top for 48 or whatever. Here's the thing. We're in that stupid little shotgun set most of the time where we hand the ball off to the back in front of us where the defense can see whether or not it's a handoff. But at the end of the day, the caller made a great point. Trubisky is decent on the move, whereas when he's in the pocket, he's a locked front leg thrower, which means he's going to be very inaccurate, inaccurate. So... Why don't we run bootlegs, OB? How many bootlegs did we have today? I'll tell you, zero. So they're being stupid at blinks because they don't see what's in front of them. What you got to do again, and not to talk in circles here, you just got to strongly look at who the hell is putting this game. And I I tell you, I'd like to see the press. Ask Nagy, what's going on here, pal? The last 12 quarters of NFL championship play, and you've scored two touchdowns? Why can't they do that? Why can't a writer write about that? I don't understand this. Well, Mark Mark Helfrich is the actual offensive coordinator. To me, it looks like he's been rooted out of the trough, and Nagy's got his beak in there. So let's get a check of news in two minutes. Let's come back and get your calls rolling here. I'm not through yet. Adam Hogue will join us from Denver after 8.30. Adam will? Adam will. Oh. We're here till 9. Great. What what is that? I'm saying great. Okay, great. There we go. 720 WG. Yeah. You thought I was being smart out. How was dinner tonight, Hampo? Well, as always, but it was a, a new twist. Delicious, uh, like Greek chicken, baked beans, potatoes. It was off the charts. What about the mac as and always, cheese? Bartolini's the best. And the apple tart, which somebody <laughs> I mean, who's going to be We're nameless, not OB, name had two Ed. of them. There, I think they gave us only... Excuse me. <laughs> I got a, like a little sliver because, well, somebody, Ed, ate two of them. I think Excuse we, me. I think there was only three total. Wow. Uh, Excuse Bar- me. Bartolini's Restaurant. Chris Bartolini, you're awesome. Catering and banquets, family-owned and operated. You can watch all the games there if you want. Uh, 24 beers on tap. 144th and Pulaski in Midlothian. Uh, just a phenomenal, phenomenal place to get your meal on, get your football on, and get on your 10-pound meatball sandwich. It is outstanding. Thank you to Bartolini's. Yeah, Bartolini's, you know, and we've got some great people advertising this we, show. We, I'm we tell you, the Muller Auto Group, they're uh, phenomenal. They are. Jeff Vukovic, the Vuk, he's... The he's, Vuk! He's, he's, uh, th- you know what? Next time Honestly. we we get in the end zone, they should put him on the Bears team. He's six seven. Take the damn ball, throw it up in the air, and let him catch it. Throw it to Vuk, make him a tight end. Chicago stories absolutely twenty four seven on seven twenty WGN Chicago. Smart speaker users just say play WGN radio on tune in. The news is sponsored by Lindemann Chimney and Fireplace eight oh four. Here's David Jennings. If you don't raise the bar, nobody's going to try to give you anything extra. You got to demand it. Back to 
the Chevy Hamp and OB Show with cars. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Right now on WGN Radio. First win of 2019 is in the books as the Bears beat Denver 16-14. And it will be one that we will... I think remember for quite some time. Hamp, OB, and Kaz with you till 9 o'clock tonight. We're going to do Who Brought It Today, sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, the car to bring through it all. Hampo, who brought it? Hey, how about our young uh, running back? Wow. 18 carries, 62 yards, a little over three, three and a half yards a carry. But more importantly, it stabilized this inept offense well enough to where you know, we were able to sustain a drive or two to get down and get that ever-elusive touchdown that we've been chasing now for two games. And that was the one touchdown. And I'll throw another uh, 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 salute to uh, Roquan Smith. He had 13 tackles. He was all over the place. It was hot. He, a lot of guys were, were fading. He was right there till the end. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, and, I, you know, I wasn't sure about him. He's much better this year. Are you guys liking what you're seeing from the way Chuck Pagano is running the defense? Pretty much, but you know, at the end he had to blitz, uh, uh, grind, screen, whatever, you, however you say his name, because you know, ever, the guys are out of shape. They couldn't get to the quarterback. They were tired. Uh, you got to get pressure at some point. He's got him. He's got a game plan. The last two games, where he's obviously the new defensive coordinator, and they were spot on. You could have any offense, and and really, you could win with how he's doing it. He's yep. doing a good job. Now, I mean, think about it. One TD last week, one TD today. That's about as good as you can do. 24 points in two games? Sure. I mean, that's as, you know, you're going to win. You should be 2-0 and if you give up that. Let's, right? I, I agree. I've been impressed with Pagano. Let's get uh, Sue and Palatine here. She's been very patient on Hampton OB and with Cuz on 720 WGN. Go ahead there, Sue. Hi. Good evening, gentlemen. I got to say, I agree with you 100% about preseason games. They got to let the players play. But I got a big question for you. Who puts too many people on the field? Explain that to me. I cannot understand it. Who's fault Nagy. is that? Nagy, last week, he put a wide out receiver and running back, and he put in two tight ends. That was 12 men on the field. That was last week. He got caught twice like that, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's the play calling. And then delay a game. It's the play calling. It's nobody's well, fault. It's the whole. It's but a, Nagy's, period. It's a whole entire offensive coaching staff. Because he's yelling out packages, and they all run in. And the way they do it is you have 12 in the huddle, then you get caught, right? Yep. And you can't afford to. But it is when nagging. You, when you're this weak, on, if you're blowing and going, oh, it's not a big yep. deal. Here, it's it becomes a big deal. Ed, 100% right. Nagy. Sue, we appreciate the call. We apologize that you won't be seeing OB in Palatine. <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's been <laughs> barred again. Yeah, barred for life in Ed, a day for his two big locks. Why did you tell him to bet the house? Why yeah. did you do that? The Bears are going to kill the Packers in week one. Crush them. That's right. That's what I thought they were going to do. So I missed it a little bit. Even the great, even the great <laughs> yeah, ones I mean, had one wrong. You, were, you missed oh it by my. this much. Yeah, he was, he was right there. All right, let's get Dan in Rockford. Uh, Dan, welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Hey, you know what? Before I get to my like comment, some of the some of the calls here were kind of questionable, like that that uh, tackle that uh, I forget who it was. Like they called him. I forgot what the call was, but he kind of like it looked like he'd body slammed them, but he didn't. Leonard Floyd was just a Leonard Floyd. Yeah, they kind of had that tackle, and I'm kind of like, but what's he supposed to do in that play? And then there was the Eddie Goldman sack that was called rough in the passer. Right, horrible like, calls, horrible, horrible. 
Yep. And they should have reviewed mm-hmm. that uh, that interception by Fuller, too, while, while they were going at it with that. But my, my main point to the call was that nothing was more telling than of, of this offense than when there's, like, what, a little over three minutes left in the game. Your defense was gassed. And you needed to give them a break and just kind of run the football, run the clock down. You know, you've got these running backs and three-headed monsters. I, I think all three are, are very good at what they do. And, and what do they do three and out? And they send their defense right back into the into the game. I just thought that was absolutely telling of what we got going on. I'm like, we have one guy who's, who provides leadership, and that's probably Robinson, in my opinion. I was like, I know it's not Trubisky. He, he looks absolutely lost. And this offense, I mean, it looks like he's overwhelmed he's by the play calling. It looks like he gets put on the spot, and he doesn't know how to handle it. Right. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. You guys want to respond to that? Does, do you see a lost quarterback? Look in his eyes. You know, I'm just telling you, hey, these are facts. We're not making it up. Watch him. Just what all you got to do is, if you, if you can get the film of it, just go back and just concentrate on him alone. And the kid, I think he's lost in space. He really is. And why? why he's not that good of a quarterback. This kid will never take you to the world championship. It's just not going to happen. You got you got Patrick Mahomes, you got some quarterbacks his age and younger than him that are miles and miles ahead of this kid. He's restricted in what he can do. Let me let me throw this out real quick. You know, we were really excited before this season started cuz of the last 20 minutes of the playoff game. They kind of un- they took the ropes off of him and they said, "Hey, kid, we're down. You got to go make some plays." And to his credit, Stingbisky did some good stuff. And we're like, "Okay, maybe he gets it now." But think about last week in the fourth quarter. You know, a couple of decent little dink and dunks, and then the idiot move throwing into double triple coverage for the interception that basically kills us. Okay, then today in the fourth quarter, think about those passes. Four of them. All one was eight, uh, you know, five yards out of bounds, which is a wasted, a useless play. But more importantly, the other passes were behind the receivers. Every one of them. They've were. got to be on time. You got to be. That's where you got to. Uh, you know, you got to rise to the occasion and make. And he can't do it. He can't. I'll, He's I'll, not doing it. I'll give one positive from Trubisky today. Every week he stink bisky. Stink bisky. My bad. Every week he throws, seemingly, sure, should have thrown three interceptions, four interceptions. Today, he did not do that. There's not really one play where I look at, you can look at and say, that should have been picked. That's the one positive I could think of today. Yeah, he threw well, 27 passes. Right, well. And most of them were check downs, you know, and the, the right. one bomb was out of bounds. So, well, that, no, well, you know, the uh, the cheerleader caught it. <laughs> well, the, here, hey, wait, hey, guys. There's 14 more games to go, and if Nagy doesn't open this offense up and try to go downfield, and again with crossing patterns, post patterns, whatever have you, just like every other team, watch the highlights through the National Football League. Watch New England. Where does Tom Brady throw the ball? Down the field. Where does Aaron Rodgers throw the ball? Down the field. Patrick Mahomes. All of them, they throw the ball. What team doesn't throw the ball down the field? Us. And we struggle mightily, mightily to win a game, let alone, and again, I'll say it again, the last 12 quarters of this football in this league, and we've scored two touchdowns, we're just not playing smart football. We're not taking advantage of the field, of the referees, and how the game is called. It's all about passing. Everybody can figure it out. 
except the genius we got. Yeah, and let me just say this. Trey Burton is not going to be the answer. He's not going to fix everything with a magic wand. They need to put Cordell Patterson at H-back and bring him into a new type of package. He's explosive. He's maybe their best weapon right now. The 46-yard run today, he... uh, the stats say he was running 22.23 miles per hour. That's well, the, he's fast. That's he a, is. I mean, but, you know, Dan's right. We need somebody that could attack the middle. How about, the we, how about we don't have a tight end that can do that right now. That's right. How about we get a tight end? Last year, what did we have? Five tight ends activated. I think we have five. four this year. And there's four or five this year. Tight ends. You should have two. Spread the wealth around at running back or an offensive line. And, and build up your strength somewhere else. You mean to tell me we got five tight ends? That means four of them are doing absolutely nothing. Nothing. Zilch, zero. It's embarrassing. That's like, Smith brought it, it is, by it, the I'm way. I'm telling you, it's embarrassing. Defense. And if you got five tight ends, that means you ain't got one. 312 <laughs> Like a, a blocking tight end, one of ours who they think's just really good at blocking, so he comes in at the game. Okay, like the defense, like they don't know that. Or when with Trey, when he comes into the game, ah, you think they might pass them? He's the only one to catch a football. I think defenses are terrified of Ben Broniker, OB. And, oh, and, how could and, you not and, be? And Adam Shaheen. Oh, yeah, because he, he's really tall. They'd be damn terrified of what the hell's going on here at that position. <laughs> it's, it's laughable. All right, quick timeout, 720 WGN. Come fly. I wish I would have grown up in this era where you you know fail miserably and everybody gives you a fist pump. The best Bears coverage. The Chevy Hamp and OB Show with Cause right now. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN Radio. Bears win, Bears win, 16-14. Woo-hoo! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, baby! We got a trip to Washington coming up next. Redskins on Monday night, and today was one of the most wild games you will see. What did you think about Vic Fangio going for two? I was stunned. No, 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 that's who he is. And, and you know what? Normally, the rule is you play for overtime at home, you try and win on the road. He's, hey... You know, it reminds me of Buddy Ryan. Hey, let's get this thing over with. Let's end it right now. And guess what? They did until, you know, the Bears were able to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. Well, what it was, you know, he was on a roll. Yeah. You know, get down there and get the score. Come on, let's go for the two. Smart. That was a rough moment, though, for Fangio. You're going for two and you end up getting a delay of game. That can't happen. And so, but I guess. There's a lot of crazy things went on in the game with the referees. Yeah, but a that, lot of and the offensive things. coordinators and the referees ought to be sent on a nice cruise somewhere. They're setting the game back. Hampton will be with Kyle, spo- sponsored by your Chicago Land and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDrivesChicago.com. A couple texts coming in here. Uh, damn, I hope they're not listening to you guys in the locker room. Do you really think this criticism helps in any way at all? Yeah, yes, I do. And, and you know what, folks? Here again, it, 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 I played in an era where. Th- there was a, a a rising tide of of angst. Oh, we need more scoring. So for thirty years now, we have seen every rule change to enhance scoring and offense and quarterback stats and all this stuff. And we've scored two touchdowns in the last three football games. So we should be cheering them on and saying, "Oh, you guys are so good and great." 
See, we deal in facts here, folks. We not. We're, hey, reality matters to us. And if you want to live in a fantasy land, go down the dial to another bunch. Yeah, and we're not trying to help the team. We're trying to talk about the game. It's not well, our- we're trying to give you the truth, nothing more. If you don't like it, so be it. And if you think that we're worried about what those guys think in the locker room, shame on you. I don't care what they think. You know, uh, you could say I'm I'm uh, two foot tall and purple, and I disregard it because I know what the truth is, right? Well, if it bothers them, why? Because the truth hurts. Yep. Defensive Player of the Game is sponsored by your Chicago Land and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Listen up. This is going to be a positive moment. Defensive Player of the Game. Hey, it's going to be Roquan Smith. Ben. Hey, and uh, some salutes. Kyle Fuller had his first interception of the year. Eddie Jackson started making plays again. And there was a spotting. Khalil Mack gets a sack. Good for him. He was disruptive, though, today. I mean, even yep. uh, you know, he, even last game, you know, he's out of shape, but he still makes plays where the he offensive forces tackle people up. had five holding calls. The right. guy was pathetic, but hey, that's your job. Make him look bad. Hey, guys, when you got somebody making 130 or 50-some million for four, five, six, seven years, of which 90 million is guaranteed, you better not be out of breath, and you better be all over that quarterback every defensive play. That's what you're getting paid to do. I don't want to hear any excuses or anything else. You're getting paid that kind of money. Show up! I, that's he's one, will I will mark? say this, though. He's one of the good guys. I, I, if I'm going to if I'm gonna get behind a player on the Bears, well, it's yeah, that guy. But, that's Mack not the point. Plays the game These the way guys are making to. $15 million, $9 million, $8 million, right. and they're right. getting stubbling around, getting shoved on their back and do everything. Stand up and play the damn game. It doesn't happen to him very often. He's he's a, he's a player. Garrett Bowles. He better for $90 million guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Get, he is a player, though. Get, I, I'd pay every cent of it. Garrett Bowles had a rough 72 for the uh, Denver Broncos. Broncos rough game on Let's the offensive get well, yeah, to the because he was crossing them. We have get to get to the callers. We, we got to get to news. Obi, then we'll get to the callers after eight thirty. First off, hang though, in there, guys. Insurance companies use lizards, ostriches to make us laugh. What happened to having an honest, smart human being guide you? Check out JeffVook.com. JeffVook.com. Decades of experience nationwide is on your side. News next. Then we'll get to those call, those callers. Obi and Adam Hogue from Denver seven twenty WGN. Dr. Sandy Goldberg invites you to be a part of a Silver Lining Foundation's 15th annual A Sterling Event Gala on October 5th at the Hyatt Regency McCormick Place in Chicago. There'll be silent and live auctions, dinner and dancing. By becoming an honored guest, you'll be supporting the Foundation's Buy a Mom a Mammogram program, which funds the entire spectrum of breast health for uninsured and underinsured women. To buy tickets, visit asilverliningfoundation.org or call 312-345-1322. Thanks again to Bartolini's. Hi, Obi. How are you? Ed, we're on the air. Ed, you should try the raspberry habanero barbecue sauce from Bartolini's. It's sweet with a hint of heat. You can visit them at Bartolini's.com. The meatballs have been featured on the Travel Channel, the Food Network, even German television. Bartolini's, home of the 10 pound meatball sandwich. Uh, 144th and Pulaski in Midlothian, 708. Three nine six two three three three. You know, so let's sometimes get a ten pound red light in there, so I know what the yeah, hell's going on. Ten pound red light. Tell them yeah. when we come back. Yeah, you know what they do? It's your fault, Mark. They roll those meatballs out on Pulaski Avenue just to stop traffic. <laughs> hey, they're Mark, so big. Mark Nagy, <laughs> let Ed know, okay, Nagy. Listen, you, you, you are just a flat out bad teammate tonight. I want to just name that. Eight thirty three. Let's, let's get, get to the callers. Eight thirty. We got to get to the newsroom. OB, then to the callers. Eight thirty. 
833 with your newsroom. How many newsrooms are we going to? Oh, the, uh, many newsrooms. 833, here's David Jennings. If you don't raise the bar, nobody's going to try to give you anything extra. you got to demand it. Back to the Chevy Hamp and OB Show with Cars. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Right now on WGN Radio. 720 WGN Bears win, Bears win. They're 1-1, one one, beat the, the Denver Broncos 16-14. Hampo being cause for a couple more minutes. Let's try to get uh, some people in here. Frank and Darren, you've been on hold since yesterday. Thank you for your patience. Go ahead, Frank. Yeah, gentlemen, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I got two complaints. Some timeouts, I was F-bobbing my wife. Like, what is he doing? He's getting on time for a pair. My second complaint, and the biggest one is, ever since Weinstead, if it's third and long, they throw a three-yard pass. Oh, they were third and eight. We threw a one-yard pass. But Denver was third and 20. They threw a 21-yard pass. I believe that's on a coaching. They know how to get a first down. Yeah, Frank, good 100%. Ca- good call. Yep. The Broncos did do a great job of that, uh, getting one more yard than necessary, a bunch yeah, of extending drives. Even that third drives. down where you know, uh, the, the head coach wanted to challenge – he would have lost, but it would have been a good challenge. My only advice for Frank is that I, I wouldn't blame the Bears' play calling on his wife. That would that's that's a dangerous. No, that's a he asked slope, right? his wife. He was saying oh. he was, you know, he was he used uh, profanity because he was so upset. Scott in Lake Forest, welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Hey, how you guys doing, man? All right, Scott. You know what I want to say? I remember watching Dan play in '85 at season tickets, right? And he was the greatest football player in the history of the world, okay? He still is, by the way, my friend. Is this my nephew? <laughs> Scott, you're, we get, sometimes we get a weird echo, so i got to put you on hold, but thank you for the call. Yeah, hey, Scott, your name, last name wouldn't have to be Hampton, would it? Yeah, yeah my cousin. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Uh, uh, he is right, though. Hamp, uh, yeah, was, let's not... Hamp was the leader of the team, and how we one. went, we all went. Yes. Uh, let, let's... let's let, Obi, we're good on calls. Take we're, a, we're, we're take all right. a breath. We're, we're, we're all right. Let's take a breath. And let's 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 just say that 99 is in the Hall of Fame for a reason, and we would all like to go and back to 85 other and guy, watch that team play. And 87, by you know, the way. He inter, you know, he gave the speech. Give me that Tribune over there, Obi. What, are they, what were they writing uh, that you handed to me earlier? Greatest moments in Chicago Bear history. Greatest moments. And Obi will hit the board probably a dozen times, but one was uh, in today's Tribune. And it basically uh, uh, concerned him and some guy named Butkus and their great players. <laughs> Whatever that guy uh, Forcing was. turnovers on successive drives to beat, I think, the Giants. Hand me that sheet of paper. Something like that. And Ed made the best interception I have ever seen in my lifetime. One-handed pick that ended up winning the game. Yep. That won the world championship, yep. right, Ed? Uh, yeah. let, me, let me read to you what they wrote in the Tribune today. Number 81, they've got numbers 80, 90 to 81. Number 81, as we say goodbye tonight. The Bears' first game in their new lakefront home on September 19, 1971 was a buzzkill until Ed O'Bradovich, Christian Soldier Field, with two <laughs> takeaways in the final four minutes of a 17-15 comeback win over the Steelers and a second-year quarterback by the name of Terry Bradshaw. In front of a then-Bears home record crowd of 55,049, they trailed 15-3 when Obradovich blew up running back Warren Bankston in the back. There we go. I'm talking, talking about linebacker Ross Brubacker. He scooped up the loose ball and one hop, ran it 30 yards for a touchdown. Ed Obradovich said, it was the hardest I've ever hit anybody in my life. <laughs> Is that... T- 
No, you hit Mark Hart harder one time. Remember? Well, that but this was over se- at the other this WGN. Was, this was seventy-one, so that hadn't happened yet. Uh, <laughs> Dick Butkus, who we've heard of, who had already picked off two passes, followed a similar hit on the next possession. Obradovich dived on the fumble. And that's not a backup quarterback, Kent Nix, who's better than Stikbisky, for a game-winning eight-yard touchdown pass to George Farmer with 44 seconds left. Bears coach Jim Dooley. Any thoughts on Jim Dooley you'd like to share? Plus his heart. Called the last, called the two late takeaways, the greatest defensive performance I have ever seen. Ed Obradovich, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, Bears are one and one. And we want them to win on Monday night. I mean, you know, we but you got to score points, and that's all we're saying. Well, we want the something. Bears to go to the Super Bowl, but you can't go there if you don't right. score touchdowns. You said it correctly, Glenn. This is a team that they they should have beaten. Okay, so <clears throat> they beat them. Whatever they that how they they beat that. This is another team that they should beat because what I think are the growing problems with this team, the teams that you think you can beat, or excuse me, you should beat. You better beat them. Come hell or high water, you better beat them because there's some pretty tough people coming down the road. Oh, yeah. We'll see you after the game next Monday night. Gentlemen, great to be with you. I think we do pregame. We're doing pregame. 6 to 7, 20, kick you off, and then we'll tick you off afterwards. All right. So we'll see you next Monday night. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Thanks for texting. Quick timeout. Rick Hogan coming up. 720 WGN.